and gentlemen, welcome to the Salty Pastor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you think for yourself and learn more about the biblical truths that were shared with us by God himself in the Bible. And we are so excited to be celebrating a very special day. Today is our 100th episode of the Salty Pastor. Dum, dum, dum. Can you believe it, Pastor Doug? We've done 100 of these. Wow, no, I can't believe it. We are either making a difference, you know, because people are really, it's continually growing. It's mm. catching traction with people. New people are really uh, commenting about it, interacting it. Or we're like those grad students in the SETI program. You know, they sit out there in the desert of New Mexico listening to static from those giant radio <laughs> telescopes. They've been doing it for 75 years. They've never heard anything but static, but they just keep on doing it no we're matter just here what. Continuing on. <laughs> Doing so we work. might just be static in the uh, SETI program, or we're actually making a difference. Woo-hoo. Well, and it's uh, we definitely don't rely on uh, comments to <laughs> decide how we want to do this. Some of our jokes fall flat. I think the only comment I've had anyone physically come up to is when we were looking for a name of what to call our listeners. Yes. I heard multiple pushbacks on a lot of the names we came up yeah, with. So said, that no, was the that's only not t- good. That was the most... Um, that was so pathetic. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was the most comment-filled area. We're that we not had. salty listeners. We're not saline solutions. We're nothing. <laughs> All these weird things that were coming out is crazy. Well, and I think what's even crazier is that means we shoot for about thirty minutes. You know, sometimes we're a little yeah. over, a little um, under. That means after a hundred episodes, there's fifty hours of content people wow. can listen to. So. I'm 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 excited. We have some, and I think we're going to probably talk about this a little later in the podcast about uh, hours. catching up on the salty pastor is a bit of an endeavor. So we've yes. got some we've got some plans on how to uh, make new listeners have an easier time getting some of the uh, basics down with the salty yeah. pastor. I was talking to a friend of mine who's listened from day one, and he said, "Hey, I finally got." He has some married children. He said, "I got my kids to start listening." You know, mm. and I go, "Oh, really? Well, what episode are they?" He goes, "Well, they started with number one, and they're slowly Uh-oh. working their way through it." <laughs> and I went, "Oh my goodness!" A lot of things get a lot better as it goes on. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so we're we're trying to come up with a way to onboard people quickly so they can just start listening because the whole point of the second half of the podcast, which drops on Thursday of every week, is how do these biblical principles interact with the very current events of the day. Right. So we're talking about stuff. All, and I mean, we started in the middle of COVID. Yeah. A year ago. A almost year a year ago. ago yeah. yeah. And so a lot of it's going to be around those things. And so Correct. it's like, and I think people are kind of overhearing about COVID at this point. So yeah, like, it would be better to start later in the series I'm after we kind of get past of that. COVID, yes. Well, I mean, let's kind of talk about what the the mission of the podcast has been. I mean, we kind of started it as a way for you to really start endeavoring into getting more more in-depth discussions about what you were going to preach on and then obviously yes. talking about um, the culture. But we kind of came up with a mission around it. And I don't know that we've ever publicly shared this, but I think, you know, episode 100, great time to great kind time of share that. Great time to reiterate that. that. Well, the mission of the Salty Pastor is to help people think for themselves. It is designed to sharpen their critical thinking skills in order that they find strength, courage, and confidence in their own faith. I want to help people avoid false beliefs, illogical reasoning, 
patterns of thinking that make them and us weaker people. I believe we have been given one life by Jesus to live. We get to choose how to live it. And so what I'm doing with the Salty Pastor is I'm helping each and every one of you know what you need to know in order for you to make that choice well, so that you know what you believe, why you believe it, and that these convictions become the springboard for living life in the way that it was meant to be lived, not messed up, confused, foggy, and hazy, and wondering what the point and purpose of it all is. You're not meant to live that way. That's a miserable way to live. You get to the end of your life and you regret it. Or you can live life saying, I know what I believe. I know the reality in which I live. I want to think for myself. I need to make my own decisions. I need to take responsibility for the trajectory of my life. That doesn't mean everything's going to work out perfect. I'll never make a mistake or things won't go poorly at times. What it does mean is that I can overcome every bad situation. I can navigate through any circumstance. I have the confidence to know that my trust and faith in Jesus Christ will guide me, lead me, shape me more me and that the life that I live will be one that is filled with joy. It will be, uh, kissed with peace and it will be a blessing as I look back full, rich, and deep. I mean, that mission statement doesn't really fit on those like little, it's not cards on a placard, that you put baby. On a placard. I think that's a little long. We might have to work on, uh, making that a little more bite-sized, but I think having yeah. the full vision so that the, the listeners know what they yeah. are getting out of this and what we're doing with it is yeah. really important. And I think one of the best things that I've, I've really, um, latched onto through this whole thing. And you've brought this mm -hmm. up in your sermon, but we talk about it a lot in the podcast is, um, what you believe about yourself is the most important thing. Yeah. And I think that's really shifted my mindset about how one, I think about my interactions with, you know, yeah. my internal dialogue, my interactions with my faith, things of that nature, but just also how I see my, the friends that I see in my life that I grew up with and, or, um, acquaintances or whoever, the, the most unhappy people are the ones that are believing something about themselves that isn't true. Yeah. And I've, exactly. I've, I've noticed that. And it's not something you said, Hey, go look at your friends. You're probably going to see that they're unhappy. It's that thought process of you got to think for yourself. I'm taking these principles that you're saying, mm -hmm. this is what is true according to the Bible. And I'm going, yeah, you know what? I'm seeing correlations and this mm -hmm. is making sense. Mm -hmm. So I think that's been a huge thing about yeah. my life yeah. and the shifted perspective. It's like, you know, I had sunglasses on and kind of pulled them back. And I'm like, Oh, I'm seeing yeah. a lot of this. It's yeah. the same way. If you buy a new car, you suddenly realize that everybody else also owns that same car that you have. <laughs> you see it everywhere. It's everywhere. Um, and I like that the salty pastor really focuses on what we believe and how to clarify what we believe. Yeah. You do throw out, um, truths from the Bible, you say, Hey, these are true. Or you say, here are philosophies that are influencing the world. Yes. But it's not saying you do not say, Hey, this philosophy is good or bad. I mean, you, you definitely have an opinion, but yes. you leave it open to the option of what people want to make a choice about whether that's good or bad in their lives. Um, the only thing you're basically unflinching on is the Bible is true. And these yeah. truths are from the Bible. Those are yes. the only things you don't really leave open for interpretation, but yes. everything else is all about Learn to think from yourself. Here are facts. Here's statistics. Here are things that are coming out. Mm -hmm. Choose what you want to do with them. Believe what you want. Here it is. Yeah. 
In the end, people choose to believe what they want anyway. Yeah. Across the board. You can't force them. (laughs) Yeah. The doctrine of non-coercion. So people have to figure it out. That's why I guess if we were to sum up the mission of the Salty Pastor, it's it's to help people think for themselves. Mm. You know, just help them do that. So if what you believe has such a powerful impact on your life, if you're thinking for yourself, then if I was a bad guy, you know what I would do? I would want to muddle your thinking. I want to confuse your belief system and try to get you to believe contradictory things. In essence, I would want to make you as confused as possible. And I want you to be at the point in your life that anytime any situation comes up, you know, you can act like uh, Matthew McConaughey and dazed and confused where he goes, all right, all right, all right. Didn't matter what was going on. He'd just go, all right, all right, all right. You know? And so, yeah, you're like, you are a stoner. Um, He played that character so well, by the way. Yes, he did. But, you know, in the end, I'm, I'm not the enemy. I do not serve myself. I serve King Jesus. He is the master and commander of my soul. Therefore, my mission is to be the salty pastor. And that means lightly season every situation with truth. Uh, like salt, I want to preserve the nutritional quality of your mental diet. You know, I want to participate in putting, like you said, these truths from the scripture into your brain because these are healthy things, whole things. Mentally, they are a nutritional uh, aspect of what you believe and how you think. I want to be able to shed light on all the dark spots in your life in order for you to discover clarity in them so that you can find freedom and hope. So my mission as a salty pastor is to inspire you. It's to inspire your faith as you serve the King Jesus. You know, he's called me to help you discover who you are, to help uh, you know why you're here on the face of this planet so that you can know what's the point and purpose of your life. See, these things, your reason for existence, who you are, your identity, uh, the point and purpose of your life isn't something I can tell you. I cannot give that to you, but I can uh, be as salty enough to point you where you find the answer to every one of those questions. If you're willing to do the work, right. you see, that, and that's one of these things about these ideologies that we have to face is that it destroys the ambition. You know, it's like the, some of these ideologies mentally are like the marijuana of the last 50 years. You know, people who smoke marijuana all the time, you know, they lose any ambition. All the science and research comes out and has proven the fact that particularly adolescents, if you're a teenager in your early twenties and you smoke a lot of marijuana, it destroys the ambition part of your brain. So you don't want to do anything. And anybody who knows a stoner knows exactly what I'm talking about. Right. You see, they go, yeah, I just don't have any motivation to do anything, you know, except eat tacos. Uh, (laughs) And so long and short of it is these ideologies are like that. They're like the marijuana, you know, they make you feel good, but they destroy any growth, any ambition, any moving forward in your life. And so as a salty pastor, my goal is to help you find the answer to who you are, why you're here on this planet, what the point and purpose of your life is, how to believe the right things that build courage, confidence, and hope, and most importantly, love in your life. Well, and I think personally, it's been really amazing for me because one of the other real big goals of this podcast is to facilitate conversation. And that's what's been the biggest impact Mm. on me is 
I'm having a conversation with you. I'm asking questions that I have about mm -hmm. my faith or about what's going on in the world or about these things that you're telling us and having those conversations. I'm not mm -hmm. just passively sitting here listening to you go on another pastoral mm -hmm. Um, rant rant I mean for, <laughs> for better or worse but I mean it's like that's what this podcast could have been we had talked about you know yeah. should it just be you yeah yeah talking we did, yeah. and it's like I think the reason it has been so effective is because we're having a conversation as everyone loves hearing you preach pastor Doug I don't yeah. want to diminish that at all but yeah. I think the opportunity to have a real conversation and they listen to us having a conversation about well how does this really play out in my yeah. life yeah and you bring that up in your preaching a lot but having these times where you and I can just talk about even before the podcast or after the podcast we sit and talk about things going on or about yeah. points yeah. you've made and that's been the best thing for my faith because it's further refining my beliefs it's mm. not just me being passive and saying okay well whatever pastor Doug said is just coming into my brain and I'm just going to yeah. spout that back. It's okay. Yeah. Well, what about this? Well, yeah. What about what this? That? Yeah. You're working it out for yourself, which yeah. is the key. And I think that's what a lot of people in the podcast are getting too. is, you know, they're listening with a, a significant other or they have friends that also yeah. listen and they'll sit and go, well, what did you think about when he said this? Or, you know, you know, he was talking about this or whatever. It, mm -hmm. it starts those conversations yep. that allow you to think for yourself and work it out on your own. Mm -hmm. You're not here just saying blindly believe everything I throw out here. You're saying, here are the facts. Here's what I've seen in my years of experience. And I think yeah. that's been the best thing. Mm. Yeah, that's been good. I think that that's what my hope is. You know, I'm just thankful. I, I just have a lot of gratitude that I'm able to do this right now. Um, I'm able to kind of share these things in, in a way that helps organize and connect the dots mm. for people so that they can think deeper and stronger and kind of wade through the fog of what's going on out there. And I believe this is under the favor of Jesus right now. He's using this podcast and what you and I are doing together uh, for his purpose. It's bearing fruit for his kingdom. And I hope and pray that I can continue to clearly understand all of his principles, the truth that is revealed in the New Testament in particularly, uh, that the Holy Spirit gives me clarity mm. in communication. So I want to understand those principles and, and the principles and ideas of the reality in which we live, the essence of authentic human nature, and how the gospel of Jesus Christ changes everything. I mean, it literally changes everything. Because in the end, it's all about your faith. It's about you. It's about what each and every one of you believe, what each and every one of you are working through, the circumstances and situations in your everyday life. It's all about what you're thinking. It's not what I'm thinking. It's what you're thinking. It's what you're doing with what you think each and every day, you know, right. that makes all the difference. And I, I believe that when we understand these biblical principles and we start to apply them and we start living them and doing them, everything in your life changes for the better. I would agree with that 100%. And it's also been amazing. Um, I kind of start have started getting these, um, this weird parasocial relationship with people that I, I haven't talked to more than maybe once or just yeah. waved at that yeah. are like, oh my gosh, I've, I love the salty pastor. And I'm like, I don't know how to react about <laughs> it. Like it's probably the same thing you get preaching. Like people will watch you all the time. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, I, I don't know how to deal with this. Cause it's like, and they just talk about how much of an impact it's had in their life. I mean, 
I'll, I'll, I have one volunteer who just started coming here a couple months ago, and the reason him and his wife chose this church was because yeah. of the salty pastor. Oh wow! They found it. Wow. They wow. listened to it, and now he's serving in um, the the production ministry. Wow! And it's like things like that. I'm like, oh, we're really making an impact. People yeah. are really being touched by this, and yeah. that's the coolest part. It's like I can. I'm fine with being the nameless host. You know, half the time I forget to introduce myself most of the time in the intros. It's like, I'm fine with that as long as what we're doing is really helping people. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is these ideas are really making a difference in how people see and live their lives. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's really amazing. You know, you were talking about these uh, pair of relationships you have, you know, you're meeting people that feel like they know you and you never met and. So I've been, you know, working on my pilot's license. So I drive out to Caldwell because my uh, CFI is out there and I fly out of there. And, you know, Caldwell is quite a ways away from here. I don't know. It takes probably 30, 40 minutes to drive out there sometimes. And so I'm out there and I pull up, you know, there's a, it's this little industrial part of the airport with these hangars, you know, it, it's kind of uh, abandoned in a way. I mean, there's Where not a lot of flying people. At, You're Tom? like, this is really scary. Are you, are you getting uh, a real instructor? Yeah. In this? <laughs> Did you get a discounted Craigslist <laughs> pilot's no, license? My CFI is awesome. He's really good. I mean, I'm just trying to give you a picture of the, it's not a highly populated area. They're hangars, you know, they're all secured. So people aren't out on the street. There's no retail. There's no driving through yes, streets. Yes, There's no yes. nothing. It's like we, we filmed out there, right? It's okay. the one where we filmed uh, Ernie's. Is it that same one? No, no, no. That okay. Ernie's is at Emmett. This is a Caldwell. Okay. So, but uh, yeah, it was kind of. It, it's just my point is, is that it's just not a highly populated or highly trafficked area at all. Okay. It's not run down. I don't want to give that impression. <laughs> but I'm standing out, so I drive up there, and so I pull in, and since you know you're only there on a schedule, right? You never really see anybody else. They come and go on their appointment. So I pull up. And there's a guy who pulls up right in front of me, which is kind of weird to have another car on the road. He pulls into the parking space next to me. I pull in. He gets out. He goes up and he knocks on the door to my CFI's place. And then my CFI, I think he was expecting me or something. So he comes out, right? Right. And he talks to the guy. And the guy is just like, hey, I was just curious if you rent planes. I heard you have some planes to rent. Da, da, da. It's my honeymoon coming up, and I want to take my wife on a honeymoon flight. You know, and he, they talked and worked that out. And, you know, here he was. He's probably in his mid-30s, late-30s, you know. He had a shaved head. He had that really big beard, you know. He had, you know, tattoos all over him, and he was pierced in a few places. And, I mean, he, he, first of all, he didn't come across to me as a pilot. You know, because right. um, he's pr more like a Harley bike rider type right. guy. But um, after that, my CFI went in uh, to take care of some business. And he turns around because I'm just standing there waiting for them to finish a conversation. And then he turns around and looks at me and he goes, hey. And I thought in that moment, I'm either really in trouble right now. <laughs> and he goes, are you a pastor? <laughs> and I go, yes. He goes, are you the salty pastor? I go, yes. He goes, I watch you on TV. Good job. And then he kind of gave me that fist pump thing and got in his car and drove off. And I went, this is surreal. This is awesome. I feel like I'm in the middle of nowhere and I run into somebody, which you normally wouldn't do. And then they're asking me, are you the salty pastor? Yes. Well, and, and please don't stop uh, letting us know when you listen, because it's great to just be out and hear that people 
we love those listening. stories. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, I think the thing that's really important about it, you were saying earlier about how this is designed to inspire conversations. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because ideas have consequences and it's conversations that we have with other people that sharpen what we really think and really believe because our ideas have consequences and the biggest ideas affecting our world today um, and that means affecting you as an individual, I believe are the terms are abstract, but the concepts that you're struggling with each and every day are very real. The abstract term is postmodernism and deconstructionism. And basically what it does, I think the real thing it does is it removes any ambition in life at every level for you. It's the marijuana of your brain. Right. And it, what it does is it destroys your internal motivation for personal growth. It, it removes any desire to make a, a, a truthful uh, impact in the world or the lives of people around you. Um, because basically what it says is there is no real truth and it's just about what your, your story. So basically it's about what you want. And that's very isolating for people, I think. Right. Um, I believe what the conservative English philosopher Roger Scroden once wrote, he says, a writer who says that there are no truths or that all truth is merely relative is asking you not to believe him. So don't. <laughs> that's my, I, I, I very strongly believe that. I think the other th- idea that's really affecting us is the definition of what it means to be a human being. Now, instead of, instead of, uh, going through life, you know, thinking what's wrong with people or going through life or trying to fix people or influence people in the wrong way at the wrong time and all that kind of stuff. You, you, you have to really evaluate deep within your soul. What, what do I think a human being is? What is the definition of what it means to be human? What is human nature? And this is the foundation of good parenting versus bad parenting. I know people that are super intelligent people, super high IQ, super accomplished people who've done a terrible job of raising their kids and their kids are a mess. And the reason why wasn't because they weren't super smart and it wasn't because they weren't willing to do the work or do what needed to be done. It was because at its core, they had a flaw understanding of what human nature is. Right. It was totally flawed. And And so once you correct that, then it gives you clarity on how to raise your kids. It gives you clarity on how to incentivize your employees. It gives you clarity about whether what you're doing is making a real difference in the world or not. And it all comes down to our definition of what human nature is. Finally, I think the biggest idea affecting us today in a real way is the whole notion of love. And along with that is sex. How do you find love? How do you stay in love? And, and how does sex and our sexual expression and our sexual intimacy uh, help that or hinder that? And if you have the wrong definition of human nature, then you're going to have the wrong definition of the point and purpose of sex. And you Pastor see? Harv talked about that. Um, last episode, a little bit about yeah. the, the definition of On sex Tuesday? and intimacy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I mean, listen to what Pastor Harv is saying because he's so insightful about this. And, you know, he always approaches these things from a different angle than I do, which I think is so incredibly powerful. Mm. You know, so incredibly powerful is how he approaches it. You know, I always love his perspective. And so, you know, the thing is, is that 
falling in love, staying in love and our sexuality and intimacy. It has a very powerful mission. It has a very powerful goal. It can bless your life and bring so much depth and fulfillment. And it also can just screw you up like no tomorrow. Absolutely. You know, it's so powerful that way. And that all comes down from the second thing that affects us. And that is a misunderstanding of real human nature. So these are the big consequences, uh, consequential ideas that are out there. And I think the Salty Pastor is to help us to step into those waters, go to the deep end, and try to help you find clarity in it. I'm not trying to get you to think a certain way. I'm trying to get you to think about how you think about these things so that you determine what you think. You have the facts. You have truth. You know how to discern truth from falsehood. And that's what makes makes all the difference in your own life. So we talk about a lot of different belief systems, principles, philosophies, but if you could boil it down to two or three, I know this is hard, <laughs> two or three, what would you say are some of the most significant ideologies that have an overwhelming negative effect on people today? Well, I think what you could do is you, you it would be beneficial for you if you're married and you have kids. If you're single and looking to fall in love, if you are uh, been married a long time and you have grandkids, I think you need to realize that the world in which you live, American society, not Americans founding principles or a form of government or institutions, but the the cultural postmodern principles that are being trafficked every single day on mm. every radio and on every news outlet and all this kind of stuff. You have to realize that you live in a world that's been completely undone. It's completely unraveled. Okay. There's Nietzsche, uh, Hume, Derrida that brought to us the skeptical notion that nothing is true and all of our institutions are flawed and you can't believe in them anymore. Then you have Antonio Gramsci and you have Karl Marx and you have their ideology, which is the primary thing that young people in universities believe is correct and true today. You also have out there in today's religious and philosophical world, scientific materialism, which is atheism. There is social progressivism. There is equity and critical race theory. You, these ideologies and these influences have completely unraveled the world, uh, particularly American society. And what they've done at their core is they have attacked the very foundations of our civilization called America. They've attacked the concept of justice. What is justice mm. and how is it dispensed? They have attacked morality. What is it and where it comes from? They've attacked metaphysics, which is reality or truth. You know, can you know truth? They have attacked the concept of a free market and the basic structure of economics. They hold, though, their most vorisophous attacks, their most aggressive attacks on Christianity and Christianity itself. Now, whenever you attack these things, you are attacking at its core the concept of human nature. Mm. So I could boil it all down to that. It's all about what you believe is the essence of human nature. Because all these attacks are focused on what we actually believe is human nature. 
So I would say that our confusion over what our, the essence of human nature is, is actually where all of the pain and suffering in our society is coming from. It's where all the confusion is coming from in your grandkids or the people that you're dating, you know, right. um, and you're trying to fall in love, you know, that most people spend time, well, would, do you have anything in common with each other? Do you like what I like? Do you vote the way I do? Do you read the same books I do and enjoy the things that I enjoy? Is what we really ask. But really, I think the best way to date somebody is I really want to know what you believe about yourself. Right. At your core, what you what do you really believe? That's going to affect everything every else. Every single thing, you know. What do you really believe at its core is who you are? That mm -hmm. Maybe we ought to come up with a dating program for people. And we I won't will call be the it, first enrollment. We, <laughs> we won't call it Tinder or Bumble or... Uh, what's the one with the word Cupid in it? I don't I can't even remember. Okay, but, Cupid. I okay, think Cupid. Yeah. So uh, we could go through all those match.com and eHarmony.com and all these kinds of things. We could go through all of those things and uh, uh, we'll come up with our own and we'll call it, you know, uh, what you believe about who you are or something like That's that. That's not as catchy. That's I, not I don't a think catchy. I don't think you're allowed to write mission statements or catchphrases <laughs> faster time. as the title. Yeah. You can't use that as a title. So, <laughs> but I think that's really where we're at right now is that, uh, the essence of what human nature is and what you believe about it, it affects everything across the board and whether or not you'll ultimately be a happy person. Well, I will say that Although I only asked for two or three, you kept that mostly succinct enough that ah. I think I'll take it. <laughs> You'll take that. <laughs> um, well, I just want to kind of, as we're close, wrapping up today, I kind of want to talk about what I want to, what we should, we want to talk about kind of what we want to see in the next hundred episodes. I'm assuming yeah. we're going to keep going unless yes. something catastrophic happens. Um, I the, get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> the plan is to keep going with these and hopefully get another year. The It's nice that we do them twice a, twice a week because it kind of keeps our year and our, our big important, you know, hundred day anniversaries mm. really close together. It's like mm -hmm. when you get married near your birthday of your spouse, you can kind of keep them close. That, that's yeah. the same thing, right? <laughs> you remember all the important dates. Yes, um, yes. But as far as uh, the next hundred episodes, at least from my side, I one, I just want to continue the conversations. You know, we're gonna, you're never gonna run out of things to say that are gonna spark conversation. I'm, I'm sure of that. But I think having <laughs> conversations um, here on camera, but also off camera, where we can really. Uh, dive into that. And then I think, you know, we've talked about a couple different ideas um, and we'll see how they fit. You know, we always want to stay mm -hmm. focused on our number one goal, but we've talked about, you know, maybe doing like a movie episode where we yes. break down a movie and um, you bring in so much thoughts as far as like philosophy and culture. And then I have all this technical expertise that I think that could be kind of a fun thing. And it, it would be kind of an interesting way to maybe get somebody who wouldn't normally listen to us yeah. to at least start, indulging the idea of okay well maybe these guys have something more to say and it starts the conversation Station, yeah so mm -hmm. i would love to see that i'd love to see maybe some more special guests we had pastor harv on on mm, tuesday yeah, um yeah. maybe we'll bring in some other staff members or other pastors and just kind of have them join i think that would be fun mm -hmm. um you know you are the salty pastor but uh as pastor uh, harv and i discussed on tuesday yeah. Uh, I called him the pepper pastor. He didn't the like that. Pastor. He was like, maybe I'm just like the slightly less salty pastor. <laughs> he's like, he's the sea salt pastor and you're the salty pastor. No, I'm Himalayan. You're salt. Himalayan salt. I'm, I'm, yeah, he's I'm in the that, thin air. <laughs> 
my brain doesn't function right. I lack oxygen. I have hypoxia. What would you like to see in the next 100 episodes, Pastor Doug? Well, as a salty pastor, you know, my hope is that people will meet Jesus, but that what we do will help people see through the fog of religious superstition, falsehoods, uh, worldly ideologies, in order that you experience the true and authentic Jesus. As a salty pastor, my hope is that each and every one of you will lis- who listens to the podcast will get clarity about what you believe and about who you are in Christ. You know, I'm a big supporter of uh, John Eldridge's Wild at Heart program, Mm. and he talks and writes particularly to help men discover their masculine soul. And I believe what he talks about is that the struggle in finding your masculine soul is that we have made agreements with the evil one. He speaks a truth that we has enough kernel in it or perception in it, and we agree with that. And when we make agreements, that really trips us up you see, and doesn't allow us to be the courageous, confident, strong men that we are called to be. So I believe that, uh, that as a salty pastor, my goal is to help you who listen to find clarity on all of this. I I hope that my uh, salty pastor approach is that what you believe is grounded in truth. You know this and you know why it is true. So when someone challenges it or has a different uh, perspective, you're not threatened or insecure by their challenge. And you're uh, because you're secure, it allows you to be curious in their position. You can have a real discussion about it yeah. rather than just being defensive because you're like, well, I don't know enough to yeah. really argue this. So I'm just going to get mad or yeah, not do anything about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, when I have a conversation with people now, you know, um, I don't know if you've ever seen this on the internet, but it's really kind of funny, but they have this thing called a slapping contest. Have you seen that where yes. these huge guys try to slap the, the Russians are very other? good at it. The Russians, <laughs> the rush, the games, the Russians play are just <laughs> very Russian. Um, you know, they, you know, the guy stands there and then one guy slaps him and then the other guy slaps the other guy and whoever falls down first loses, right? Right. Well, I think that a lot of people approach conversations that way, but, <clears throat> you know, I've seen some of those guys that are so big, you know, they just stand there like a rock and some guy will slap as hard as they can and it doesn't even move the guy, Right. you know? I mean, that's how you should be in your convictions. So it allows you, I'm not threatened. You know, somebody wants to slap what I believe or somebody wants to challenge it. I'm not threatened by that. I don't have to worry about it Mm. because you're not going to convince me. I'm going to sit there and be curious because I want to see the flaws and the holes in your perspective. And I can't find those unless I'm curious. Right. So I, I want people to know what they believe and why they believe it. As a salty pastor, my hope is once you meet Jesus and then develop your convictions in life, your life will be filled with confidence The scary parts of life don't go away. The pitfalls of potholes of life are ever present. But instead of being fearful of them, you see them as waves crashing on the shore. You want to go out and surf them like a champion. Confidence allows you to see every challenge with a joyful anticipation of the possibility of what can happen. Confidence gives you the sense that no matter what happens in your life, you can not only handle it and deal with it, but you're going to thrive through it. That's a big deal. 
You may be tested, you may be challenged, but there's a part of you that looks forward to that test and challenge. You want to see what you're made of. You, what, what do you actually think and what can it do in this situation? What you've been trained for and what you've prepared for is an opportunity to prove to yourself that not only what you believe is true, but Jesus is alive, he's working through you, and that there are even better things to come. So I would just say finally that ultimately, as a salty pastor, my hope for each and every one of you is courage. You know, that's my goal by doing the salty pastor. You become a more courageous person. You have the courage to take on falsehood. You have courage to love in a way that no one loves today. You have the courage to be who God has called you to be. You have the courage to live out your dreams and aspirations that Jesus has placed within your heart. And that you have the courage to focus your mind's eye on him, the author, perfecter of your faith, and accomplish and live out and experience all of these dreams and aspirations. Jesus Christ came to give us life and let it be to the full. That's my hope. That's my dream. I am your salty pastor. And ladies and gentlemen, this has been our 100th episode. Um, some of the ladies downstairs were saying we should have gotten balloons and stuff, but you can tell that this <laughs> podcast is run by two men because we did not plan accordingly for balloons. Yeah. So, uh, we are so excited for um, what Jesus has already done with the past 100 episodes, and I'm so excited to see what he's going to do with the next 100 episodes. Um in celebration of these 100 episodes, we're about to drop over the next few weeks four bonus episodes, wh yes. wh which we're calling What in the Sam Hill. And they're basically <laughs> onboarding episodes for people that are new to the Salty Pastor that we mentioned certain things over and over and over again. And we've mentioned them so many times that if we go back and explain them again, some of our dedicated listeners who have listened to all 100 episodes are probably going to throw their phones against the wall. <laughs> say, oh, so we're going to do some bonus yes. episodes bonus so episodes, that yes. people who don't know what uh, critical race theory is yes. or um, scientific, materialism, scientific materialism, atheism, these things that we've yeah. hit on a lot, postmodernism, they, they can go listen mm -hmm. to these short episodes that will yes. get them caught up on these principles so that when they jump into the, the regular rotation of episodes, yes. they are on board with where everybody else has learned through listening the last hundred episodes. And they don't yes. have to start at episode one when we were just figuring out even yeah. how to do this, how to so, do this. Yes. Um, not that we discourage that, but I'm so excited to see where we go in these next 100 episodes. So excited to um, continue doing this with you, Pastor Doug, and with you listeners. And I really challenge you guys, if you have not shared an episode of The Salty Pastor with someone in your family or friends and started that conversation, stop being afraid. Just do it. The worst thing that could happen is they go, well, that's not for me, or I don't believe those things. And then you can go, well, why do you not believe those things? Mm, and it opens mm. a conversation that maybe would be a little harder to have in any other format. So mm -hmm. um, please, please engage with them, share with them so that they can discover who they are in Jesus and that truth that changes everything. Thank you guys so much for joining us for the last 100 episodes and here's mm -hmm. to 100 more. <laughs> Live courageously, my salty friends. <laughs>